Hello, and welcome to the After Dark Podcast, where I tell spooky stories. I'm Zach. I'm Lily. And today we're going to be talking about some cult stuff. Occult stuff. And this totally isn't the second time we're trying to record this. Absolutely not. And I totally didn't have a whole tangent about how there's milk in my lungs the last time we tried to record it. <laughs> I forgot about that. So... Yeah. I have a question. Yes. Is there a difference between cults and like an occult? Occult is more like is that more like more demon like shit? Satan and demon and stuff. Okay, but like okay. cult is like basically any organized religion is basically a cult. Yeah, I just realized I had said occult and I was like, wait, is there a difference? Yeah, there's a big difference. Okay. So I believe some Cults can be part of the occult. But not. Some cult. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So today, before we hop into things, I have two things I want to talk about. I'm excited because you just keep saying, oh, I can't talk about that. So <laughs> I've, I've, I was watching a video. I watched this YouTuber, um, Rainbot. And she basically covers spooky stuff. And she covered, like, a, she has a series called, like, Disturbing Things in Our World. Okay. And I, and I watched it. So there's this, in Hawaii, Um, at one point in time, there was, like, this huge outbreak of leprosy. Oh, my. So leprosy is, like, um, basically a bacterial infection that uh, affects the nerves. And, um... It basically makes you unable to feel things. And so you can get like you'll get cut or something. You won't realize it and then you'll get infected. Oh, I did not. I didn't realize that's what that was. Yeah. And that's so whack. eventually the fingers and people's fingers and nose and stuff, they all start to rot away. Yeah. Uh, noses go really fast because the snot in there can have bacteria and it can rot away mm -hmm. very easily. Um, Gross. And so at one point in time, I, fuck, I can't remember when, I can't remember the time, uh, there was a, there was a huge outbreak of it. Okay. And so the Hawaiian government, this was back before Hawaii was part of America. Yeah, okay. So the Hawaiian government was like, well... So these people who have it, and even the ones who might have it, we don't know if they have it, we're going to take all of them and move them onto a beach and put them into quarantine. Okay. So they got put into quarantine. Like, they got taken away from their families and, like, left on this beach. Mm -hmm. And they fucking... The quarantine lasted for 100 years. Are you shitting me? And in those hundred years, the, a cure for leprosy was found, but the then United States government still didn't lift the quarantine restrictions. I'm going to lose it. So, like, we think we have it bad right now being cooped up for, like... It's been, know, like, two months. Two months. Yo, a hundred years? A hundred years, a generation lived and died in that time. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy. I had to fix uh Yeah. Fix my I had Facebook coming through my through my monitor. Go away, Facebook. Um 
so like these people who who like the leprosy was gone from the this beach at by the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. But the government just didn't lift it. Why though? Like were they still adding new people to the quarantine? No, I think it was just the same same people, okay. but they were breeding and having children because breeding. They were breeding. Yeah. Mating. Having sex. Both are bad. They just fucking <laughs> Putting they the were pebus, starting families. <laughs> putting the pebus in the vagina. Yeah. Activating the sausage wallet. Disgusting. I don't look. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a fun thing I wanted to tell you about. That's crazy. That one's very crazy. Wow. Um, and I'm gonna bring. So the second thing is I'm bringing back a segment that i loved mm-hmm. that we did in one episode yep <laughs> it's a good thing i turned off facebook or my my sound because i'm getting facebook messages left and right tell them to heck off so in one episode we looked at an email i got from the world hacker organization yes and dude i love getting spam emails because some of them are so fucking good yeah um so this one is percent up arrow um, Amber Sand, thanks for accepting my domain. Oh, okay. And this is the email. Yeah. Hey, good morning. Expectation you're solid and not covered with virus. Glad to know your domain after dark dot after darkpod.com that you simply reser- reserved recently. Let me know your need for your business website so that we're going to have to have the selection to urge of your new website. If it is a, not an excessive amount of trouble further, more share your bit description of your associated administrations. Thanks and regards. It's like he's trying to speak to me. I know it. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Those are words, but like, not a full sentence. Expectation is solid and not covered with virus. I do like that. That's a good one. I'm going to start using that. (laughs) I'm going to start like messaging. So like, Brian just offered to fucking color grade my thing. Yeah. I'm going to fucking respond to his message. Expectation, you're solid and not covered with virus. Yep. (laughs) So like this person's like, let me know if you need help with the website. It's it's spam. It's not real. Yeah, but like they're I'm just... trying to understand what they're trying to get from you. Yeah, <laughs> broken English offering to do stuff with the website. I keep getting this. We have a website now. Yeah, we have a website. If you haven't used, checked it out, to afterdarkpod.com. Um, I keep getting this email from this other guy, and it's like, "Hello, hope you're doing well. I see your domain. Hope you want to build a website for your business." I did that. I built the website. The website's done. And he's emailed me two more times saying, hey, hope you got my last email. I honestly think we have one from like a very similar person, if not the exact same person on a different um, email address. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's just it gets annoying when like. You have to keep fucking ignoring these emails. Yeah. I have it really bad because, like, owning a business, my fucking phone number's out on the internet. Yeah. So I get spam emails constantly. Or spam phone calls, rather. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm pretty sure it's the same thing with emails because I get shit ton of spam emails. Yeah, because like it's all attached to different websites and yeah, like contacts. If I do, if I share fucking news or like an event page about my business, is fucking my emails there because that's the contact. So I just get a lot of it, but that's that's going to be a new segment that we introduce every few episodes. Where you get fun emails? Uh, yeah, every time I get a fun email, I'm going to... I do like that. So should we hop into the episode? Be sure. Ten minutes in, hopping in? Jumping into it. So today, so like I said, we, this is the second time we're, we were trying this. Yeah. <sighs> we only got one fact in last time. One note. One note. So, like, we really didn't get very far. <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about a cult. Yes. Uh, this cult is from Japan, and it's called, uh, pardon my Japanese, Umu Shinsen no Kai, which roughly translates to Alm Immortal Mountain Wizard Association. I do. I like that so much. That's about as far as we got last time. That's about as far as we got. And I also was like, wow, you know what I've never considered? That there are cults not in North America. <laughs> because yeah. cults just seem like such a white people thing. <laughs> well, you're, you're going to learn a lot about this cult. I'm excited. The Mortal Mountain Wizard Association. They did change their name. Um, I fucking... Is it the Immortal, like, Immortal Mountain Wizard Association? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they changed their name to Om Shinrikyo. Okay. Um, at one point, but then they also changed their name again, but we'll get to that part later. I, but for like most of this whole fucking episode, I'm just going to refer to it as the cult. That, that's valid. Because I didn't feel like saying Om Immortal Mountain Wizard Association. Dying. I can if you want. I can insert it. Uh, if you want to. I'm not going to. <laughs> um, okay, so in the, the cult was founded in, bless you. Thank you. In 1984 by a man named Shoko Asahara. Okay. Uh, and he decided he wanted to start a new religion from his one-bedroom apartment. Did I remember in high school when you were like, I want to start a religion? I wasn't serious. I know you weren't, but I just wanted to That's me. remind you about that. Um. <laughs> Yes. I wasn't serious. I know you were serious. Dude, why is my fucking Facebook blowing up? Tell everyone to go away. We're recording. What the fuck? Close your Facebook tab. I'm going to close out my Facebook. Yes. Uh, So, the Oma Immortal Mountain Wizard Association, one bedroom apartment, Shoko Asahara. Yeah. That's where we are. We're caught back up. That's where we are. So, as the years went on, the cult started growing. You know, as it does. As you do. Um, and by 1989, it was granted official status as a religion. Black. I will also note that some of the timeline, I jump around to get different pieces of information into the different sections because I have like seven different sections. Okay. So like the dates aren't going to be chron chronological, but the... The story uh, is. The, the, you, uh, you'll understand things more as as I go. Okay. Um. So yeah, so 1989, they were granted official status as a religion. So what's it like? Two years later? Uh, five years. I, what? I thought you said eighty-seven. Eighty-four. Oh, my math is not good. No, you're bad at math. 
so a lot of people who were who joined were recent graduates of like very elite schools in Japan. Interesting. Uh, and so the religion was was considered only for the elite. Hmm. So they had like rocket scientists and uh, chemists and how shit. You, how are you gonna have a classist religion? Uh, kind of bullshit. The chemists and stuff come in to like uh, a, it's relevant they're important later. later. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was also at the time quite popular because, uh, at least at the time, um, religious freedom was was a very taboo topic in Japan. Oh, okay. Uh. So it was, it it took off because people were excited to have something that's not forced on them. Yeah. And like there, a lot of like initi not initiation, like um, recruitment things. There were it was like dancing. If you watch the, there was a couple news articles. And it's just a bunch of people dancing in a room, and it looks it looked to people to be. It's like a fun time. Yeah, something new that's not fucking shoved down their throat. I mean, I I can understand the appeal of that. Yeah. If it's a bunch of people hanging out and we're like, hey, we're this funky religion that's not your normal one. Yeah. I can see why people would be like, hell yeah. Especially out of college. Yeah. So uh, what? So the cult did a lot of things. Okay. Uh, that weren't nefarious doings. Oh, that's good. Um, so in the beginning, they, they would publish comics and cartoons. That's fun. Um, and they would tr tie their religious beliefs to many uh, popular anim things in an popular things in anime and manga, like uh, space travel, powerful weapons, conspiracy th theories, and quests for inner truth. What like what were their beliefs? Just like we'll get to that. Okay, cool. I do have a whole section on their beliefs. Okay, cool. Um, according to oh, sorry, I missed I missed a thing. That's okay. So honestly, not a lot is known about their early days. Fair. Um, and a, a lot of their practices are honestly kind of kept secret. Hmm. But I I found as much as I could. Yeah. Okay. So, so according to a book written on the topic, I forget what it was called, and I didn't write down who it was by because I'm stupid. Dang. Uh, they did a lot of drugs like uh, LSD oh, and boy. other hallucinogens. Some strong shit. And they did a lot of yoga. Yoga. Oh, so hippies. Air quotes yoga. Yoga. Sex. No. Oh. <laughs> um, I'll dive a little bit more into this, but it was basically hanging people upside down and shock therapy. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's definitely not yoga. So we'll get into that in a hot minute. Okay. So. Oh, okay. No, we're going to hop into that right now. <laughs> right hugging now <laughs> um so they would also pump chemicals and drugs into their followers to increase and decrease anxiety levels why um and all of this was part of uh, part of what they called their survival training what um okay and so the 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 following is a quote from from one of asahara's tapes that he would make his followers listen to translated to english okay so I'm not going to butcher Japanese. Cool, cool, cool. Smart. Any more than I already will in this episode. Yep. So here's the quote. The pain you feel is an illusion. This training will destroy the pain. That's a bold statement. Yeah. <laughs> the um, pain you feel is an illusion. Yeah, it, it was part of like, there's a whole thing that's like, where are they brainwashing people? Yeah, it sounds like it. Um... 
but like whatever what? cults are just basically they're brainwashing people yeah they really are there's no way around that no not really so uh people would also pay to be blessed by asahara hmm. um drink his blood oh my and drink tea brewed from his hair i don't know why i thought you were going with pee no that's i don't know why you were like drink tea brewed with and i'm like it's gonna be a urine i don't know why not this time just hair and blood um so and they would they would pay to wear a special head piece as well that would apparently transmit asahara's brainwaves into theirs i don't think that's how things work <laughs> but okay go off i guess yeah what is this like the 90s yeah <laughs> 80s 90s um so during the survival training does shock therapy various things okay there was like people going into tanks and like trying to survive underwater oh good um uh a lot of people died though yeah through their survival training makes sense uh and they were secretly cremated secretly um yeah so like they didn't like talk about their deaths Mm, to the government fair yeah that makes sense i guess so uh also kind of unrelated we don't dive into it much more until like the very end okay but they also did have a headquarters in russia after they started growing in size whack uh in the um that headquarters had about thirty thousand members at one point i've never thought of a cult having headquarters yeah i guess if they're a religion yeah. technically legally they're a religion yeah but that's still whack um but it was they likely had the same like because russia kind of had the same religious restrictions okay uh so people were joining flocking to it yeah but we don't touch on the russia too much it's mo- what we what we focus on is more um in japan in japan yeah okay so that's what they did time for their religion and beliefs yes there isn't a lot on it. There, they were a doomsday cult. I figured with the survivalist, yes, shit. Um, and I found I'll I'll explain as much as as I can. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, their religion took pieces from Buddhism, okay, Hinduism, and the Christian Book of Revelation. Interesting. And the works of Isaac Asimov. I don't know who that is. Who was a he was like an author. Oh, sorts. just like some random author. I believe so. Okay. Um in the early nineties, uh Asahara punished uh published. Not sorry, punished. A foundational book declaring himself as Christ. Ah. And stating that he was aiming to restore traditional Buddhism. Traditional. Yep. Um yeah, and you fucking bring in Hinduism that makes it traditional. Also like you could just why would you start your own religion to bring back another religion that still exists and people still actively practice yeah <laughs> so the dude was really fucking into prophecies okay and so he would tell of a doomsday prophecy which included a third world war which was to be started by the united states oh that almost happened and he referred to to the united states as the beast in the from the bible i mean he's not wrong um so like their actions are based around that prophecy that the u.s is going to start a third world war yes okay 
uh, and they wanted people to be prepared and that if they wanted to survive, they had to join, join them. Okay. Um, basically their whole goal. I don't know how into that I get. I didn't, I can't remember. It's been a few days since I did the research. Mm -hmm. Um, but their whole goal was like after the war and after everything was said and done and everyone was dead in the country, uh, this cult would emerge and be, uh, in charge. Oh, like they were going to take over the country. They were going to take over after the war. Yeah. Interesting. So that was kind of like their, uh, their goal. That was like what they thought was happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a little bit on a political campaign. Okay. (laughs) Honestly, there's not a lot. Okay. There was a lot, but I didn't, it's not relevant. Okay. So in 1990, Asahara and a number of his followers all ran for par- parliament. Every single one. <laughs> uh, 23, I believe, was the number. Oh, my God. And they were aiming to be members of the House of Rep- Representatives. Okay. Their platform focused heavily on tax cuts. Cool. And, you guessed it, doomsday preparation. <laughs> you guessed it. What else? Um, so they would do daily parades around Tokyo. Oh, uh, with a lot of the members wearing very large, very realistic masks of Asahara's face. That's weird. And they would all dance and have megaphones on the top of a bus, and it was really fucking weird. But so there, there's a tw- bunch of them trying to each separately get into parliament. Uh, different seats. Yeah. Okay. So like the House of Representatives has different, like a, a normal house has different rooms. How politics works? I think. I, okay. I think I understand what you mean. Dude, fucking Japan politics is different than Canadian politics. I barely know anything about Canadian politics. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So they ended up losing the election. Darn. The mask didn't work. No, it didn't. But uh, this whole mess led to uh, Asahara gaining popularity and doing talk shows and apparently even created his own show, but I, I couldn't find... Any links to his own show. Fuck. I'm popping a can. Ah. Cool. Cool. Slurp. Slurp. Um, okay, <laughs> so that's the political campaign they lost, but it helped them grow in popularity. Yeah. People like their parades. Yeah. So every cult that eventually becomes famous mm-hmm. has done something. Some kind of murder of naughty doing <laughs> murder, naughty doing. I'm, I'm, I labeled the section naughty doing actually. Yes. So that's why I'm trying to, I'm trying to push home naughty doings. Naughty doings. Um, so every single, like look at heaven's gate. Mm-hmm. They fucking, the fucking guy convinced people to kill themselves. You look at, um, Jonestown, uh, they they all drank the Kool Aid. Um, do you know about Jonestown? I know about the Kool Aid. Yeah, okay. Isn't it not actually Kool Aid brand? I uh, I don't I don't know. I've heard somewhere that it's not actually Kool Aid, but that's unrelated. All I know is that like everything I read is like they drank the Kool Aid. Yeah. Um. Fuck. There was a man who fucking told people that he could see their past and future by looking at their feet and just had a foot fetish. <laughs> I'd say that's a naughty doing. That sounds like a naughty um, doing to me. There, there's every cult has 
that's in popular media has done something. Manson family. Yeah. They did a lot of something. They did a lot of naughty doings. Carved a fucking swastika into his face. Like a goddamn idiot. Dude, I was watching an interview. This is like a complete side note. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, if I think I talked about this in like the last take of this. I think so, but it's good. I'm not going to talk about what I talked about in the last take because you know about that. But basically Manson can be funny sometimes. Yeah. So he was being interviewed by this dude and he's so, so the Manson's so, he has like a charisma to him. And that's why so many, like every cult leader does. Yeah. You have to. And so like this, this interviewer asks him a question and then he's like trying to, he goes to answer honestly. And then the interviewer like cuts him off and yells the same question at him again. (laughs) And then he just laughs and starts going on this tangent. Because he's not taking the interviewer seriously now. Well, yeah, because you... He was trying to answer your question, now you're just going to yell it back at him before he answered. That doesn't even make any sense. That's not how you conduct a good interview. Yeah. You fool. But, like, uh, just listening to Manson interviews, sir, it's interesting. I don't, I'm not, I don't, like... I wouldn't join his sex cult. Darn. Because he looks like he has some smugma. Some <laughs> smugma. Um, dude looked crusty. Oh, absolutely. Um... But, like, he's just a good talker. You gotta be to get a bunch of people to join your goddamn cult. Yeah. That's why I will never be a cult leader. You don't think you're a smooth talker? No. <laughs> uh, So, naughty doings. Naughty doings. Naughty doings. Yep. Let's get to the Ohm Immortal wi- Mountain Wizard cult naughty, naughty doings. doings. So in 1989, this is where I like I said we jumped around a little bit. Yeah. Um. It's it's not like it it wasn't. I wanted to cover the political campaign first because it's not relevant to anything that happens after. Okay. Or anything in the naughty doings. Fair. So in 1989, there is an anti cult leader or anti cult lawyer. Gotcha. Uh, named, pardon, if I any names that I say, I'm gonna fuck them up. Uh, Susumi Sakamoto. Okay. I I think I said that one that right. That sounds pretty good. Um, I don't know Japanese, so I can't tell you for sure, but it sounds pretty good. Uh, so the dude filed a lawsuit against uh mortal wizards. Yeah. Uh, but it eventually fell through. Okay. Uh, there wasn't a lot of information on what the lawsuit was about, but uh, it's not super relevant to what ends up happening. Okay. Um, so he ended up doing an interview with TBS, which is a broadcast company in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said some not great things about the group. This is the lawyer. Yes. Okay. Um, it wasn't published, hmm. but, um, we'll get to that in a hot second. So TBS ended up showing the interview to Asahara before airing it. Okay. Which is something that actually breaks the protection of sources laws. Huh? The um the protection of sources laws, it's basically it protects people peop it protects the the right of the of the source pretty much. And so, what sorry, can you so showing it before airing it breaks that. But if he wasn't trying like if he was remaining anonymous in the interview, I get that. But if he wasn't, I don't see how that breaks it because he's um, still because it's 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 
when you do an interview, um, you can't show it to someone before releasing it. Like the person that it's about, you can't show it to them before releasing it. I mean, I get that, but I don't see how it necessarily breaks the protection of sources. It was just, it, it, and it broke the law okay. in Japan. Yeah. Um, and so he, he, so Asahara ended up convincing the studio not to air the interview. Hmm. I so, think they're part of the cult. <laughs> I mean, maybe. So the next month, Theory. Sakamoto, his wife, and his child all went missing. Oh. Hmm. At the time, police weren't able to solve the case, um, but a lot of people were suspicious of the cult. I mean, that's fair. Um, if you did an interview about them and you somehow convinced him to not air the interview and then he went missing. Yeah. It feels like you're probably involved. <laughs> yeah, probably. Even if they had aired the interview, I feel like it, it. I would still be like, it's the call. Well, the police at the, I guess the police didn't actually know that the guy did the interview because they didn't air it. True. So the police don't know shit. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, the cult also had an assassination list. Oh, good. Um, there were names on it, such as like the heads of other Buddhist groups. And there was one, uh, there was a cartoonist named Yoshi Nori Kobayashi. Why? Uh, who was satir- satirizing the cult uh, in his cartoons. That's why. In 1993, there was an attempt made on Kobayashi, um, but it, it looks like he survived. Good. So, yeah. Yeah, the word attempt to me feels like it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in July of 93, so the same year, mm-hmm. the cult members sprayed liquid containing Bacillus anthracis spores from the roof of their headquarters in Tokyo. Uh, that's just basically anthrax. Oh, good. Uh, and they were attempting to cause an anthrax epidemic. Why? Um, they didn't feel like waiting until the Third World War? <laughs> so everything they do is is an attempt to to kickstart the world war. Yeah. To get it happening now. I don't I d- see how attacking your own city is going to make the U.S. start a third world war. Um, it, I believe it was like they'll believe that it was the United States and then. Uh, I can, okay, I guess I can see why you maybe would be like, haha. Yeah. When you're if you're nuts. This is also a little bit less, like, the format's a little bit different, because normally I try to hide the fact that they're ne'er-do-wells, but they're ne'er-do-wells. They did all these things. Yeah. Um, so the attempt, the attempt to cause the anthrax epidemic failed, uh, and there were no uh, recorded cases of infection from it. Oh, good. Uh, just a lot of complaints that smelled like shit. (laughs) Well, it could be worse. You could all be fucking dead. Yeah. So, so that year, um, the immortal wizard company cult man, (laughs) Asahara's wizards. Yeah. Um, they began making, uh, the nerve agent sarin, like sarin gas. Yeah. And uh, and VX gas. What's that? Um, it's just another nerve agent. Okay. Uh, and began testing it on sheep on a farm in Australia. How the fuck did they get to a farm in Australia? They were giving the government grants, baby. Jesus. They were religion, so they were getting uh, tax breaks yes. and money. Uh, they Love also that. 
they also at the time tried to make a thousand machine guns, but only succeeded succeeded in creating one. <laughs> That's a big number difference. Yeah. Why were they gonna make a thousand machine guns? And why did they only end up with one? I don't know. Someone fucked up. Someone is not good at their job. They had chemists, not gun making people. Clearly. Obviously, um, their chemists aren't very good either. They can't even make some fucking anthrax. <laughs> I think it was just because of how like how big of an area they were trying to hit. Probably. So, this is their first of first big attack. Okay. Um, they were in Matsumoto, uh, which was a quiet area in Nagano, Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's June twenty seventh, nineteen ninety four. Okay. And they released sarin gas on the civilians in in the in the neighborhood. Hmm. Um, it was actually an apartment complex that got hit specifically. Shit, dude. Their main goal for this attack was to kill some judges that were overseeing a residential case that was likely not going to go in the cult's favor. Oh, okay. So their original plan was to go to the courthouse, gas that, kill the judges in there. That makes sense. But they're stupid and showed up after the court was cl- courthouse was closed. Yep. So they had to quickly, you know, change plans. Yep. <laughs> Reroute. Um, also, side note. So they get to the courthouse. Yeah. Or they're like, we're going to go to the courthouse. The attack happened at 1040 that night. That's really late. That means they got to the courthouse probably at like nine so really stupidly like why would the courthouse still be fucked anyways yeah that's stupid like it's not like they showed up at six and it closed at five dude like google something you dumbass google hours did they have google yet i don't know when google was maybe this is what 90 94 i think isn't google younger than us i don't know i thought google was younger than us anyways so at 10 40 that night yeah the 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 cult the group of people from the cult Mm mm-hmm Uh, drove to the judge's neighborhood in a refrigerator truck that they converted to be able to convert the sarin into an aerosol form and fans to push it out into the neighborhood. Okay, that's creative. There's a lot of information there in that one sentence. Yeah. (laughs) But basically, they took a truck, they put a a system in it to convert the the sarin liquid into a gas. gas. And then some fucking fans. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, the attack ended up killing eight people and harmed ab- about 500 more. Oh, my God. Were um, any of them the judges? I don't... That, they didn't say. So... Did, did all the judges live in the same neighborhood? I guess, yeah. <laughs> so the police didn't suspect the cult? What? Um, they instead turned their investigation on Yoshiyuku Kono. A man who actually, his wife was actually in a coma from the attack. Oh my God. And was up until 2008 when she passed away. Oh. Um, due to, due, they, they focused on him because he had a lot of pesticides in his house. Oh. Um, though they, uh, it was like, first they were like, well, it can't be him. They, you can't use pesticides to make sarin gas. And then scientists came and said, well, hypothetically, you can use these pesticides to do it. So they were like, that's it. He did it. Well, he was just the main suspect yeah. at the time. Did they end up actually like convicting him or anything? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. 
if they did, I don't think he got charged and sentenced. That's good. Um, or if they arrested him, he didn't get charged and sentenced. Yeah. Uh, so December of the same year, they released a small amount of VX gas on three people. Why only three people? Uh, harming two and killing one. Okay. And this was actually the first documented death due to VX gas. Oh. Um, this it was actually specifically they they released it on one person, but then it harmed two others. Interesting. Um, so the man who died, yeah, they didn't have a name for them, but they thought he was a spy. The like the cult thought he was a spy. Yeah, okay. I don't have a name, but the cult thought he was a spy. Gotcha. Whatever. So December twelfth, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Seven a.m. My main man's out on a jog. Mm-hmm. Nameless man. Nameless man. Um, two of the cult members come up, attack the man, and and put a little bit of the VX gas on his, on his neck. Okay. Uh, and it took ten days to kill him. Oh wow. Um, the police at the time didn't have anything to tie the attack on anyone. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it seems like a pretty random attack. Yeah. Out for a jog, and someone just like. And 10 days, it's a long time to yeah. figure out what the fuck happened. So, February 1995. Okay. Jumping ahead a few, uh, two months. Yeah. The cult kidnapped Kiyoshi Kiria, who was the brother of one of the members who escaped from the from the cult. They took, the, they took uh, Kiyoshi uh, to their location that was at the base of Mount Fuji. Oh, fancy. Here he was murdered and then his body was cremated. Oh my God. Before he was kidnapped though, he was receiving phone calls asking him where his, where his sister was because the cult wanted to bring her back. Yeah. And so he left a note on, in his house saying, if I disappear, I was abducted by Om Shinri, Shin, Shinrigyo. Oh, the so. Cult. Yeah, so he was like, guys, if I die, this is who, what happened. Yes. Smart. <laughs> um, police ended up finding fingerprints at the site of the Mats- uh, Matsumoto mm-hmm. um, attack and linked those fingerprints back to uh, the members of the cult. And then they ended up finding soil samples with, with, with sarin in it at, at the cult's headquarters as well. Oh. So... Jumping ahead, this is the final act. Hell yeah. So, the police were planning to set up, set up a raid on March 22nd, 1995. Okay. Uh, and due to an informant in the police, Asahara was aware of the raid. Fuck. On March 18th, Asahara ordered a new batch of sarin to be made. But due to the time frame, among other issues and reasons, the gas was lower quality and was, I think they said it was like 50% the, the potency of the, of the original one. Okay, so it's going to be less effective. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and the normally colorless gas was, was brown. You fools. So, March 20th, two days later, okay. the cult launched an attack on the Tokyo subway system. Oh, boy. Which is one of the busiest transportation systems in the world. Yeah, I've seen videos of, like, people trying to get on and off the fucking subway. 
and they did this during the peak of rush hour. Oh, God. Five members got onto their chosen trains carrying different carrying bags of liquid sarin mm-hmm. and umbrellas with sharpened tips. Okay. Once they got to their chosen station, they would they dropped the bags on the ground, punctured it with the umbrella and and left, leaving the, the sarin on the ground to leak out and and start affecting people. Yeah. Uh, due to the chemical makeup of the sarin, it would evaporate. Uh, it evaporated very quickly, and uh, it, it started affecting passengers and subway workers almost right away. Oh my! So across the 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 five trains, the attack killed thirteen people. Which that's not that much for five yeah. trains, but that's still more than it should be. Seriously injured fifty four people. Oh my god! And affected nine hundred and eighty more. Oh wow! But some reports say that it was closer to six thousand total people that got affected. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Numbers are everywhere when it comes to how many people got affected by stuff. Yeah, I mean, across five platforms of the busiest subway system in the entire world, six thousand seems pretty accurate. Yeah, but like. Still, if it only killed 13 people, like, yeah. they really didn't do a good job at making that, which is a good thing. Yeah. If it was as potent as the Matsumoto, Matsumoto attack, it probably would have been a... It would have been a lot yeah. worse. It would have been a lot more people. Yeah. Um. So, that happened. Mm-hmm. The next week, the police launched a raid on the cult's headquarters. Okay. And they found a Russian Mi-17 military helicopter. What? Various chemical weapons, various explosives, and anthrax and Ebola samples. How the fuck did they get Ebola samples? And <laughs> <laughs> um, a Russian helicopter? They also found the ingredients to make enough sarin to kill 4 million people. Oh my god. Um, they found labs creating LSD meth in a type of truth serum. <laughs> uh, the cult what? released a statement claiming that everything in their headquarters they were using for fertilizers. You're going to need the bolo samples for your fertilizer? Uh, yeah. Put some LSD in my garden. What? Yep. So, so over the next week, 150 of the cult members were arrested. Nice. Uh, on March 30th, the chief of police was shot four times and seriously wounded. Only seriously wounded? Yes. That's good. And while the cult was, was suspected, no one was actually ever charged. Ah. Uh, fuck. Um, on May 5th, a burning bag of hydrogen cyanide was found in a subway, subway toilet, <laughs> which, if not put out in time, it would have killed upwards of 10,000 people. Oh my god! Um, so they did not obviously arrest everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wasn't the whole cult because they had like upward. Now yeah, no. we'll get to it. But like now they still have like a thousand members. But that means they've still got a lot of different like not headquarters, but like different buildings where they've got all these goddamn material. They're, they were all on the run. Yeah. So they probably took some with them. That's whack. Um, So on May 16th. Asahara was found in the hiding in the wall of one of the cult's locations and he was arrested. How did he get in the wall? Hiding, man. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do to get get away. Jeez. So on the same day, the cult mailed a bomb to the governor of Tokyo. 
Oh my god. Uh, it exploded, but only... I don't like saying only, but like it only exploded. The explosion was only big enough to to destroy the secretary's fingers. Oh, so it's a really tiny fucking explosion. I guess, yeah. <laughs> That's the only Poor thing that fingers. happened. <laughs> um, As a secretary, you need fingers <laughs> to be a secretary. <laughs> yeah, she's out of a job. Oh, that poor lady. So Asahara was found was charged with twenty three counts of murder, Good. total. And had 16 other charges against him. I didn't have, like, I didn't have a list of all, every single charge. That's okay. Uh, He was found guilty of the charges and sentenced to death. Okay. And on on July 4th, more cyanide devices were found in the subway, but they were all undetonated. That's good. So. These people are whack. That's the case. Jesus. Now it's time for the aftermath. Oh, yes. So, following the indictment of Asahara, mm-hmm. there were many changes made to the cult practices. Okay. And actually, uh, fucking Asahara's preteen sons briefly took over as the new gurus. Ah. <laughs> gurus. Gurus. The gurus um, of the mountain wizards. But I don't know how long that left. That, that lasted. Okay. In uh, 2000, the group changed their name to Aleph. Uh, and they also removed any reference to different belief systems from theirs in their in their. Oh, so they works. got rid of the Hinduism and shit. I believe so. They probably just said, "This is our belief system. Don't look at Hinduism. Don't look at Buddhism." Well, Let's I do like that because that's not very nice to the Buddhists and Hindus. Yeah. <laughs> they also stopped publishing comics and cartoons. Darn. Uh. And they also publicly apologized to the victims on behalf of the cult, and they created a compensation fund for oh well, that's nice for the vic- anybody affected. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. So on July of tw- in July of twenty eighteen. Oh, soon, recent, Not recent. Soon. <laughs> uh, Thirteen members of the cult, including Asahara, were hung. Oh wow. He. Rip. Uh, his will requested that his ashes be given to his daughter. Okay. Who that, like one of his daughters, he had like three daughters and three sons or something. Okay. Uh, she went on record to say, to ask her relatives and other cult members just to fucking end it. Like stop the, <laughs> stop the cult, bullshit. get rid of the cult. Good. So the cult's still around. Yeah. Uh, as of 2011, the cult membership, they had a cult membership of, uh, 1,030 people in Japan. That's still a lot of people. And at that point, uh, the Russian extension had been banned in the country due to the terrorist ties. They completely banned it. I mean, that's fair. Probably a good call. Yeah. <laughs> um, throughout the years, the cult has not committed any major crimes. Okay. Uh, but they have been raided multiple times throughout the years just to make sure that there were no more naughty, naughty doings. Smart. They're just keeping a close eye on them. Yeah. I mean, it seems like a lot of it came from the leader who's now dead, so. But you gotta just be careful that nobody else decided that. Just hold on and we'll talk about that in a hot second. Okay, I'll hold on. Um, they They were raided a lot. To make sure there was no naughty doings, like the day of the of the day the hanging was announced, mm. uh, they made sure that they raided the place, made sure there was no naughty doings happening. 
okay. the day he was hung, they raided it and everything. So they just wanted to make sure nothing was going on. Smart. So although they officially denounced Asahara publicly in 2000, they still teach members to look at him as a supreme being. Hmm. And apparently if they, this is a quote, I'm not sure where the source gets this information, but apparently if the cult were to say Guru Asahara wants an attack, they would do it. Some of the members would act on it. Uh, so, so if at any point the new guru decides to, he wants to fuck some shit up. Just fucking say, yo, fucking Asahara told me to. Yeah. He's a supreme being. Asahara came to me in a dream and said, kill some people. Yeah. And so that is the Ohm Immortal Wizard Company Association. (laughs) Company. Uh, The Mountain Wizards. Ohm Immortal Mountain Wizard Association. Yeah. Or Alf. Alf. Alf? Oh. That's whack, dude. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I what? First of all, you're going to be like we're kind of like Buddhists and Hindus, but like those are very peaceful religions. Yeah. And then you're going to blow up some people and be like, "But we're kind they, of like Buddhists." They didn't blow anybody up. Well, whatever. They fucking They're going to least poison some people. <laughs> they were very invested in chemical warfare. Seriously. But be like, "But we're Buddhists. It's okay." Well, I don't think they were saying it's... I know, but, like, yeah. that's ridiculous. You're gonna try to take a super peaceful, peaceful religion and kill some people with well, it? Well, they took... They weren't saying they were Buddhists. I know. Well, I thought they, they... were. They were taking parts of that religion. Every religion takes pieces of other religions. I know. Christianity is literally just a fucking offshoot of ca- uh, Catholicism. Catholicism, which uh, is also Jewish, which is also... But also... Rub, that's all Catholicism. I'm bad at words. Catholicism uh, is fucking an offshoot of of the Roman Catholic belief, which is an offshoot. Yeah, it, it just keeps going. So every religion is an offshoot of another one. I know. And so, this is just another example of that being an offshoot of Buddhism, Hinduism, and. They they're mixing beliefs. Yeah, but like a little bit of Christianity and those first two are very peaceful beliefs. Are you saying Christianity is not peaceful? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Don't get me started on. <laughs> let's not talk about religion. <laughs> I know I'm talking about a religious cult, but let's not talk about religion. <laughs> they aren't actually like religious. Religious. They're just gonna kill some people and be like, ha. I don't think that was their fucking. I don't think their goal was like. I know. What they were doing, they saw as right. I know. That's a, such a hard thing, too. Because, like, how how do you think that's the right thing to do? Like, what Well, like, makes your brain work that way? If someone came to me and said, so this is, there's a war going to happen. Well, maybe not me. But I could see someone, if, so, if someone said, there's a war going to happen... We'll keep you safe and you can come out and join us and be part of the new world once the war is over. I could see someone being like, okay. Yeah, I totally get that. But like in his own brain, 
did he actually think a war was going to happen? Or did he decide that that was what he was going to use to get people to come with him? Who knows? Like, that's the part that's, like, weird to me. Like, how do you... What part of you goes, yep, a war's going to happen. I know it. It's just super... It's just weird. And, like, interesting. The dude uh, also, like, appealed his death sentence, like, 13 times or something. He really didn't want to die. Yeah. Clearly. He uh, needed to be a part of the new world. Yeah. With the, with the war that never happened. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the, that's it. That's whack. That's the podcast. That's the Mountain Wizards. That's the Elma Immortal Mountain Wizard Association. Mm-hmm. I've just abbreviated it down to Mountain Wizards. That's the Wizards. It's the Wizards. The Immortal Wizards. Im- immortal Mountain Wizards. Yeah. You can do an outro. Listen, I really like the name. I'm going to fucking pick that up as my own name. <laughs> I am now OMA Mount, Immortal Mountain Wizard Association. You're, you're the entire association? Yes. Please well, maybe only not. refer to me as the OMA Immortal Mountain Wizard Association. Um, Hello and welcome to the After Dark <laughs> Podcast. I'm the OMA Immortal Mountain Wizard Association. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, you don't think that, that intro is good? It doesn't roll off the tongue very well. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure. Say it with me. Oma Mortal Mountain <laughs> Wizard Association. Oma Mortal Mountain Wizard. <laughs> it's too many words. That's why I just went to Mountain Wizards. Uh, <laughs> let's fucking end this. Um, so we're going to put links to all of our social medias. We've got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and a Facebook discussion group, which you should join. We've got our new website. You can check that out. And different listening platforms will be on the link tree as well. That's about it. Cool. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Haha, <laughs> because it's after dark. Haha. <laughs> also, it's 10 p.m. It, yeah. <laughs> so actually have a good night in the day that we're recording this. But like if it's night when you're listening to this, have a good night on the night that you're. If it's the day when you're listening to this, listen to it at night only. No, I'm joking. Have a good night on the night that's coming. Yeah. But have a good night tonight, the night that we're recording. <laughs> good night you won't know that i wished you a good night tonight on april 15th at 10 12 p.m uh but now you know now you know so like retroactively i hope you had a good night yeah i, I hope, hope this you was a, a good night i hope this was a good night for you i hope the 15th you had fun yeah. i'm gonna stop talking <laughs> goodbye goodbye <laughs>